0: What is going on, my freaks, geeks, and free thinkers? This is Mike Romanelli with episode number 58, and this one is a special one. We got a very special guest. I've been trying to get this guy for a while. (laughs) (laughs) It's not my main man sitting across from me, Clint Esposito. He is in the house, but it's not him. We have a special guest, guys. Finally, finally, the great Nick Hinton comes in, and we had an awesome conversation. I really can't wait for you guys to listen to it. Clint, did you enjoy it? You didn't speak much in this episode um
1: yeah i don't know i'm tired you're up all day night i mean and you guys were going uh so uh, i thought it was good i think we do keep having reoccurring theme here uh that is unintentional yeah i would say probably both times so far so um not the way you thought this conversation was gonna go
0: no no it it went different ways but that's kind of the beauty of this show i think um It's like, you know, I have sometimes I write some notes and questions I want and it doesn't seem like we get to get to them often. Um, But that's awesome. And that's just what happens here. And I was really excited to have Nick uh, on. We've been trying to go back and forth for months uh, trying to, you know, get this episode together. So he hit me up like last week and was like, hey, I'm ready. I was like, let's do it. So um, I hope everyone enjoys it. I really do. Um, It was fun. It was a lot of fun. And I could have talked to him for hours, but, you know, didn't have all the time. Uh, Clint, what's going on, man? Any
1: shows coming up? Uh, well, by the time this comes out, it'll be over. Yeah. So. Uh, but nothing. Um, nothing that I can. Well, okay. So I am uh producing, Aaron Berg's Patreon, what? called the Bodybuilder. Maybe it's called Body, B A W D Y. You're producing Aaron Berg.
0: What the? Fuck? Well,
1: yeah, his, his Patreon videos Damn. for weightlifting. So he's doing a um body you act like I mean <laughs> you act like you didn't know about any of this. it's still shocking um, every time I hear you say it so he uh did it's awesome he body built he did he body built he did bodybuilding between 94 and 97 mm-hmm. and then quit and hasn't done a contest since 1997 oh wow and so he's going to do a contest next November mm-hmm. so he gave himself 11 months and basically you can especially if you get in now um there's different levels but uh everybody gets a workout video every week so i go to the gym with them follow them around for the whole workout mm-hmm. we talk about a bunch of you know he talks about why you're doing these workouts stuff let like me interrupt that. you
0: real quick i'm sure because this is aaron berg if any of you guys don't know aaron berg is one of the funniest motherfuckers we have that comes through the dojo yeah i had to just say that
1: um yes saying that there are a lot of stories that end up um being told in between the workouts like he told some story about how he uh played hockey in high school and then got in this fight and tried to like cut some like kick somebody with a skate and then got kicked out of the whole hockey program and like so there's tons of stories like that and he, he learned all of his uh Dieting tips from Johnny Thor. Who he says, if you don't know Johnny Thor, you've never been to a gay strip club. <laughs> <laughs> like so. <laughs> okay. so, yeah, there's stuff uh, <laughs> thrown in the whole time. I'm sure. I give him shit, and so we just go back and forth. Awesome, and man. he has a lot of good, uh, you know, good stuff to say and entertaining. So stuff anyone to interested in working out a little bit of comedy should check it out. Yeah, he totally goes through diet everything. Especially depending on the um, level that you get. Yeah. The one you can even like you get um, live calls with him so you can ask him whatever you need. The highest level like you get
0: sent to the. the, the person's we jerk house, you right? off. Oh, wow. I thought it was just you for now. But Aaron does it too. <laughs> Aaron watches while I Aaron, jerk okay, them okay. off. Okay,
1: that makes more sense. So, uh, yeah, get on that deal. Guys. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's the Patreon.com slash the B-A-W-D-Y builder bodybuilder body and it body means builder. something it's like a I'd I'm have to look the definition up again it's <laughs> like no. I don't want to google No it's not that it's not that bad <laughs> but it is kind of fitting for it's like It's
0: probably so you don't google it It's image. like
1: indecent <laughs> uh Yeah it's probably so that you don't want to see <laughs> unless you're No into it's stuff. not that bad unless you're into it Um so besides that this podcast is brought to you by Hero Soap Company um it is actually made in the United States sourced in the United States owned by an Air Force veteran um and your if you get a subscription your first order is matched and sent to deployed military members also um just regularly some of the proceeds go to first responder and uh, veteran charities so go to hero soap company Dot com, and you can get a discount by using the code FREETHINKERS with an S. All right, people. Enjoy. Enjoy. Doodling and Etruscan. Addicts and drugs not yet synthesized. Black marketeers of World War III. Excisers of telepathic sensitivity. And spirit,
0: by paranoid chess players. Very excited for what we're about to have—a nice little conversation, Clint, with uh, a guy that I've been trying to get on here for a little bit. Uh, we got Nick Hinton in the house today. What's up, Nick?
2: What's up, man? Thank you for having me. I'm glad to finally be on.
0: Oh, it's it's a pleasure to have you on, man. We are super excited. Uh, we have so many, or a few, or not so many, but a few mutual friends, and you know, so many, uh, a lot of people I've run into said, "You got to talk to Nick. You have a lot of the same ideas, or it would just be an interesting conversation." And throughout the years, you know, you've been on Tripoli's show, and you're, you're friends with the Bletzos, and Ryan's a friend of mine. So mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah, I believe I believe it was Ryan who connected us, actually.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and, and Ryan's become such an awesome friend. Um, I love that guy, and I know you guys have a relationship, so that's awesome. Um, yeah
2: I love that whole family
0: yeah so I was supposed to like the sweetest people yeah I mean they're such nice people Um, I've only met Ryan but just from the stories and just I I could just tell that they're a great family Um, you actually been to the property huh
2: yeah I've been to the property once um, and I was at Ryan's old apartment and his new place and some place for his wedding I forget what that was called but yeah I've been out to the Carolinas multiple times to go visit them but
0: have you ever had any experiences? Yeah
2: so the first time I flew out to meet Ryan I stayed at his old apartment for a few days and then towards the end of my stay we decided to drive out and go meet his dad and um, that was like a whole weird synchronistic thing in itself because I wasn't even in Ohio, Ohio is where I live right now, but I wasn't in Ohio at the time, like the days leading up to me reading, meeting Ryan, I was actually in Washington and I was doing, I was traveling kind of a little bit at the beginning of 2021. Mm -hmm. And um, I was in Washington meeting up with my other friend and I had to stop a few more places. I went to like Idaho and stuff. But when I was in Washington, I got on the phone with this psychic for like the first time. I didn't know anything about him but my friend said that i should try and get a reading from him or whatever okay and he was like um he basically told me he's like yeah so i think you have the name hathor written on your forehead and you're the reincarnation of merlin's apprentice and i was like ah okay i don't know what any of that means but thank you here's <laughs> here's your money and um 10 minutes later i get a call from ryan like literally 10 minutes later and ryan's like hey man so when are you coming down and i'm like oh probably like you know within a week or so, you know, I got to hit Idaho and then I'll fly down and see you and blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, by the way, my dad figured out the name of the lady, you know, for I'm sure everyone who listens to your show or most of them know that Ryan's dad mm-hmm. had this abduction experience with this being. He calls the lady. And so Ryan said, yeah, my dad figured out the name of the lady. And I was like, what is it? And he's like, it's Hathor. Oh and I was like, God. Well, dude, oh, my God. so this is 10 <laughs> minutes later. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was like, "Well, you won't." I was like, "You won't believe what just fucking happened a little bit ago." And anyways, I finally get out to Ryan's house, and like I said, we spent some time together. And before I met his dad, we had a few more kind of weird synchronicities where he picked me up and um, from the airport, and I was kind of hungover, kind of in a bad mood. But he's like, "Dude, what's the next thing you're gonna write about?" And I really didn't know. I was just kind of joking and kind of. And I was like, I don't know, space whales? And um, it was just a joke, but we laughed about it. And then we get to his house, and he's like going through all these books that he's been given by you know, some of the people that visit his house, like the NASA people, the CIA people. that would be so, so this, interesting
0: to see that bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. So he,
2: he shows me this one book called Reality Denied by John B. Alexander, and I'm like, Ryan, do you see what's on the cover of this book? And he's like, holy shit, dude, it's a fucking space whale. I was like, yeah. So there's like this, there's like this, uh, there's like this whale tail going into like, a, into like a wormhole or a galaxy or something. We just thought that was funny. But finally, when I finally get to Chris's property and I meet him, he's telling me all these stories about how um, the CIA thinks he's like the reincarnation of Moses, or some say he's the reincarnation of Galileo, and then others say he's the reincarnation of Merlin. And I was like, Wow. well i'm supposed to be i'm supposed to be merlin's apprentice so wow. i mean i don't I don't know if i really believe that but i was like that's a weird synchronicity and then he started telling us how he's been to meetings with all these scientists and stuff and he says how he thinks space is more like water and there's like mm-hmm. little creatures up there and me and ryan are like dude fucking space whales so <laughs> that, that, that was like wow. a theme for us for a while. but then long story short i did end up seeing like I think they counted like fifteen lights in the sky that I got to see wow,
0: so you did see the like fifth we'll call them orbs or lights um
2: yeah, did you they're mostly they're mostly orbs, but the first thing I saw looked like kind of like a rod that was blinking like a like a strobe light and it shot straight through the tree line, and that was the first thing I saw, and then throughout the night there was just more and more orbs
0: and did you ever have any kind of fear when you were around that? Uh,
2: no i wasn't I wasn't scared at all um. And I'm not even being ungrateful. I was kind of, it almost felt underwhelming. Okay. I mean, it was, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Like, don't get me wrong, but yeah, I, just, yeah, yeah. I definitely had like that weird feeling in my stomach of like, Oh my God, I'm seeing something incredible. I'm seeing somebody I've never seen before, but Maybe the, the life-changing, like, people expect it to be life-changing. Maybe more of the life changes happened afterwards, like, okay. in hindsight. Okay. So you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, so it wasn't, like, some spiritual experience
1: right there. That makes a lot of sense, and actually... That's, right. But is it because maybe you expected it?
2: I kind of was expecting to see something. But, yeah, I mean, Ryan's whole family, they were kind of, like, flabbergasted by my reaction. They're like, you're the only person who hasn't, like, freaked out or cried or ran away. And so you
0: did you get any type of like ener- energy, vibration or frequency from them at the actual time or not really? Well, actually, I think the I think the, I think the craziest part was
2: kind of dealing with it afterwards, like leaving the property, going back to Ryan's apartment and being like, dude, it almost doesn't feel real. Like, I'm still like, hmm. did I really see that? Hmm. Did I really see that? And I think that's what I was probably dealing with in the moment was almost like some cognitive dissonance of like not even believing fully what I was experiencing. Yeah. But then when we got to his apartment, we kept we were just talking on the porch and we both kept seeing like little blinks of light. Like sometimes like Chris says, sometimes that's what they'll do. It just looks kind of like a star, like twinkle. Mm -hmm. but it's not a star at all. It's just, it's just a random flash. And then it'll catch you. Like, it'll be right in your periphery. And you'll see it and you'll be like, did I actually see that? So like, we're sitting out there talking about if we actually, if I actually saw some stuff, I mean, Ryan knows that I really did, but I'm like, dude, I just can't believe it. And I'd be sitting there in the middle of the conversation. Just, I would see something out of the corner of my eye. I'd be like, dude, did you catch that? He's like, yeah. He's like, they'll do that to you. And um, I'm
0: sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, no. And then this is pretty much where, where I was going to stop my rant, but, the the craziest thing for me was seeing it totally by myself. I was on the plane ride mm. home, wow. and um, I kind of did what Chris does. I said, "Okay, like if all of that was real, you know, kind of like praying." Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. if all if all of that if all of that was real, um, can I get a sign? Like I just need to know if you're actually there. Mm-hmm. It, and um, there was like these weird lights that appeared, kind of next to the plane, and I. I can't, like, confirm whether they are actually UFOs or flying saucers or orbs or whatever or not, but I did have that same feeling in the pit of my stomach of, like, holy, like, this is weird. This is different. This is not something normal. And um, it was literally right after my prayer happened, and then there was, like, these three just flashing lights in the sky. One of them, I have it on video, actually. One of them goes all the way up into, like, space. Like, it's, like, they started off sitting in, like, you can see the transition from like the blue sky up into like the dark, dark sky, and mm. this one little blinking white light. Like if it was a plane, I just don't think it could have been because it went straight. It was, you know, it was following me uh, yeah. horizontally, and then and then went vertically upwards. Yeah, it's making all
0: movements, the right? That didn't make sense for yeah. a
2: plane, right? All the way up into like the blackness of the of the sky.
0: What do you think? What do you think they are? If you had to guess, or do you not know?
2: Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I mean, I it's kind of just cliche I mean it's not like a super detailed answer but I think they're interdimensional entities I think they might be elementals like what we learned or not what we learned about as kids but but basically what the ancients you know they, they had all these different beings that were like nature spirits or or like guardians
0: listen man all this and, stuff is hard to put words on right I mean you're an author so you yeah. do it a lot nicer than I do <laughs> especially Clint right? but like it, you know what, did it feel like an, what I'm getting at did it feel like it was almost like an angel would that be something you would consider it to be, or no?
2: It just felt otherworldly to me. It felt magical.
0: Okay, okay. And did it have then that this second part? Of my question was like, does it had did it have some kind of like frequency or energy feeling that you get from it at all? Um, at no, I, no,
2: that's not not like that. I guess so. Chris did tell me when you see these lights, like sometimes you'll get downloads of information. Mm-hmm, okay. And and I felt like that kind of happened to me after I saw the ones on the plane because for some reason, I was just immediately inspired to um, (laughs) to buy the Wi-Fi on the plane and download this book called Cosmic Trigger by Robert Anton Wilson. Like, I had read it before already, Mm -hmm. and I already had, like, a good idea of what it was about. But, like, for some reason, I was just called to go back to that. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, I think all of this stuff, the stuff that we're seeing deals with, the divine feminine, obviously. I mean, that's something yeah. that—that's what that whole book is about: is the divine feminine, the connection with uh, chaos, magic, Discordianism, and the number twenty-three.
0: Oh wow, that sounds and, like an unbelievable and, book that I need to, to to read. Wow. Okay.
2: Yeah. So I just felt like I had to read that again to okay. understand what the what the lady was and yeah so that was my download that yeah. was my download and yeah. and, and I, ironically i was telling chris all this crazy stuff i was texting him, I was like dude i think the ladies associated with sirius and the number 23 and i can't explain to you why but mm-hmm. like this book talks about it and um i end up finding this other guy named tom kenyon who communicates with these beings called the hathors and they come from sirius and i didn't know any i didn't know anything wow. about that when i was reading yeah
0: wow and this was in the same book or a different book this is a whole different, okay. Tom Kenyon's whole different okay, okay, okay.
2: branch of research, but I just stumbled upon that later on. I was like, okay, maybe I'm not crazy.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, man. When you, I, you, know, I could speak for, I, I get downloads a lot, and, and I, I feel comfortable talking to Ryan about them actually when I get them. Um, and I, I always just call them downloads, and I don't know when they come or whatever. and It's, a, it's an interesting thing uh, when it happens, but it's funny, right? When the synchronicities, like that book came to you, and so many answers are right there. You know that, right, right. that <laughs> that's definitely something, man. You can't chalk that up as coincidence. You just really can't. Um wow, man. Yeah, so I I'm I'm excited to uh uh Ryan asked me to come out there a lot to go check those things out. And um I just have to find the time. Obviously, life has been really crazy, you know, for everyone mm-hmm. right now, but one of these times I'm just going to get in the car and 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 drive out there and and hopefully see the lights and experience it. I really would like to do that. Um Wow, man, that is fucking really cool. So, do you think you do you think your outlook on on just the world has changed since you've seen the lights? Yeah, definitely, a hundred percent. Really.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if that's something I super want to get into. That's okay, but yeah, but like trying to figure out a way to word it. Mm-hmm. Basically, I don't know. Getting too deep into all the alien stuff actually made me super paranoid. Like at first it was magical, fun, synchronistic experience. And then the more and more I dug into it, I started to get really kind of spooked because
1: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know if, uh, if this stuff is really what we think it is. And that's kind of where I'll leave it for now. But I will have some of that stuff in my book. And it's still open to interpretation. Like there's not really any conclusion. But mm-hmm. some of these subjects, yeah, the, the deeper you go into them, or maybe my brain's just not created to handle it. Like, Ryan seems to be doing fine. But for me, I just started to get really freaked out towards the end of me trying to finish and wrap up my book and find a conclusion, you know?
0: Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um. Maybe I don't want to say how, I don't <laughs> look too deep into the light.
2: If I, if I were to say how, how my how my position on everything has changed, and I've talked to Ryan about this, it would be that I was super duper into, like, the Egyptian stuff, the occult mm-hmm. stuff, this this self help spiritual stuff, I was super into that, yeah. and now I'm more more so just believe in God.
0: Dude, we are now. Like, this is not synchronicity. This is 100% synchronicity, not a coincidence. So I'm very on the <laughs> a very similar path right now, and and having some issues. That uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess we're recording, so whatever. <laughs> People always say they like that I'm being real, so I'll be as real as possible. So yeah, man, for myself, I. Anyone listens knows that I Doug went real hard with all the ceremonies and was into the occult. Not and I always looked at it just as magic and not in a in a negative way. Let's say uh-huh. if that's the right way to say it. Um, and I and I went deep. <laughs> I did lots of different psychedelics in in, in, in ceremony and lots of uh, research and all this kinds of stuff. And um, lately, I've been shifting completely and just going towards God. And uh-huh, um, uh-huh. it's it's still it's still uh, a little feels weird kind of I, I just it, it's frustrating you know, it, it feels weird to say out loud yeah. um, it's definitely frustrating I don't understand I mean obviously it's something I'll probably never understand just like, like the, the subject of psychedelics or even spiritual growth like it's, it's something that just constantly keeps growing right but you know that's just I've been going towards I know it's cliche but the light and, and only the light and only God and only you know I've really been trying to go down that because I do I, I think I you know down some currents I didn't want to look at. And mm-hmm. um, that's where I've been drawn to is just it, it, so I'm on the same experience that right now I'm having the same as you. Um, this is not a, at all what I thought we were going to talk about. <laughs> if you look at my notes, <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. Um, and I love when this happens. Um, but yeah, so I'm not 100% prepared to, to get too deep into it. But you could probably even tell from, I'm, I'm speaking more to our listeners that have been listening that I've been having some episodes where we've been talking to people about Jesus and God and different things, uh, not so much yeah. conspiracies or, um, and, you know, the alien thing for me was just never too much of an interest because I just always believed in different beings, you know, I never, the whole space thing, not that I, I don't know, it just wasn't my, my, my thing, um, but that's where for me these lights, I feel like there's some, maybe they're like uh, some kind of uh, angelic being or something like that. I have no idea. I don't know much about it, um, but it's it's funny, man. But when you go down, it's not funny. Actually, it's crazy when you start looking and going down certain rabbit holes and really going down them. Um, yeah, shit's fucked up. <laughs> you know, shit can be right, right. right. and and even in, a, in an energetic way where you feel like you know. Um, at least for myself. Like, what did I do? Did I did I did I go too far? Which I, I know everyone is anybody can. I don't think there's much you can do or you can't be saved, let's say, by or, or yeah. forgiven or any of that stuff. Um, I'm sure there's certain things, nothing that I was ever involved with. But, you know, um, it's like you, you think because my intention was always that I was going towards the right path. I was always it was always growth. Right. I just wanted to grow. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's just my experience, man. And like I said, I wasn't prepared to talk about this, so I'm a little stumbling right now, but, but, um,
2: yeah, no, it's very, it's very new for me too, but I actually had a similar kind of something in the same vein. Like you were talking about how you're always, your intention was always good. You're just looking for the truth. Yes. Well, I had the funny little synchronicity with that. Um, when I was living in Toledo, um, I was going to school there and there was, um, You know, studying philosophy. And there was this staircase that everyone, all the philosophy students would smoke cigarettes at and just like compare books and talk about theories. And it's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. But um, but so I met this one kid named Musa and he's a Muslim and he would beg me constantly to go to his mosque and just talk to the, the teachers there. And I just, like, wasn't interested. I was like, dude, I believe that there's definitely some some stuff in there that's good, but I can't get over the black cube. Like, I'm sorry, I just can't get over the black cube. Like, I gave him a book. <laughs> I gave him the Saturn Time Cube book, and he uh, read all about the black cube symbolism, and he got a little confused, too. But, I mean, yeah. I never, I never want to, like, ruin anyone's faith. Like, that's yes. not my intention. But mm-hmm. I, I was just like, this is just where I'm coming from. But anyways, yeah. he did convince me to go, and I went a few times. And the first time I was there, this is what inspired me to keep going back is the first time I was there was um, it just so happened that they had like a saint there. And to be a saint, I think you have to have like a documented list of like miracles or something like that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, this this guy was there and he did this big speech and he was just like looking at me the entire time. And the things he was saying was like really on the nose for where I was in my life, like talking about I'm going to sound kind of arrogant, but it's like, oh, some people think they're geniuses. Well, what's the real genius do? The real genius follows the man who's already done blah, blah, blah. And he's, you know, you can't have one foot in just spirituality. You have to have and one mm. foot in the world of career. You have to have both balanced. And I was just like, holy crap. And I was like, <laughs> I looked at Moose and I was like, dude, did you tell this guy about me? Like, did you tell him about my life? And he's like, no, I thought you wouldn't talk to him. I was like, no, <laughs> I don't <even laughs> oh, my God. And so after he's done with this speech, he walks up to me. And he's like, I'm so sorry I made you feel uncomfortable, but I just felt really called in my heart to tell you all that. And he's like, and there's uh, there's one other thing I want to say to you is, um, you know, in the Quran, the first hadith is whatever a man intends, he shall receive. And so basically what he's saying is like, whatever someone's intention is, they will get that intention and so he was like so if you intend to keep seeking the truth you will find the truth Mm -hmm. and my last bit of advice to you don't become a muslim and then he walked away oh wow So he was like he was like the trickster entity incarnate it was so crazy to me
0: yeah oh my god yeah man that's wild that is wild um so you've had um these these synchronicities happen your whole life and you've been aware of them right for the most part it sounds like pretty pretty pretty
2: much yeah yeah yeah
0: it's um it's hard sometimes i'm trying not to sound arrogant in this conversation either but when you're awake let's say or you're just aware you know the synchronicities are everywhere and it's for everyone this is not just for me or you know i'm sure you feel the same way nick it's just once you're aware you'll see the synchronicities and you'll see things everywhere um it's not i, I don't feel like i'm special i just think that i've been searching the truth for a while and uh, you know I have found some of it do you think the yeah. actual truth is is something that you that you don't even want to see anymore uh, man I have
2: no idea I have no
1: idea it's <laughs> okay, like okay.
2: I, I do I do want I'm still seeking the truth I want to find the truth but honestly what I've You know, everything comes and goes in waves. I think spiritual growth is like a spiral. You know, Mm -hmm. it's never just like up or down. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it can be both. You can revisit the same lesson a million times. Like, I've had phases like this before where I just dropped everything and started going to church again and, you know, praying to Jesus. And,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. you know, maybe this is a phase. I don't want to say that because I really, truly do believe.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think the truth has to be something very simple i don't think it's like this huge complex rabbit hole journey that never ends yeah maybe that's maybe that's a part of it maybe that's like how you survive the trek through that mm-hmm. wormhole or whatever is is realizing like hey you can always come back to earth by realizing everything is it's just what it is you're not supposed to you know figuring out all the secret knowledge is never going to help you like raise a family or be happy no. or like or like go fishing or like till your land like mm-hmm. All that stuff is what really matters. I think. Um, yeah, just love your neighbor. And love yeah, your I was dad, just gonna say, say man. Right? Yeah. It could be
0: that simple, right? It's just that simple, yeah. and that's what I love about Ryan Bledsoe is the message of love, and it just right. it literally could be that simple. And um, of course, we could make it so much more complex, but yeah, I just, I personally feel it's just the answer is love, and just loving mm-hmm. everyone and and treat you know, um, but <laughs> wow. So everything uh,
2: else is just kind of everything else is kind of just mental masturbation. I mean, it's yeah. li- literally just a form of distraction almost. I mean, for when you first begin the journey, like, yeah, you need to go through all that stuff. But at a certain point, it's like, well, I got the lesson. I don't I don't need to keep going through the middleman to find God. I found the source. I can go straight there. Mm.
0: Wow. Um, Just to switch topic for a minute. Do you do you still do you still believe in that whole 2012, the 2012, like how we're the timeline has shifted or are you still down that rabbit hole or
2: I mean I don't think about it all the time but I mean I still think it makes sense um and I think even the bible kind of supports that I mean I'm not trying to stretch what the bible says Mm -hmm. but there are some verses in there where it talks about how the spirit of the Antichrist will think to change the times and the laws. And I'm like, well, he already has done that with like the Gregorian calendar yeah. and, the man- and the man-made and the man laws that we all have to abide by. But I'm wondering if there's a double, even triple meaning to that where it's like he wants to change literal time and the literal laws of physics, which we know scientists are
0: doing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, man. This leads to um, some dangerous water, but the whole transhumanism movement, right? To me, right, right. that is... That is spirit or and, and or the antichrist um yeah uh
2: yeah i 100 agree with that yeah i think the end goal for the elites at least is to merge man with machine mm-hmm. and and you know find that elixir of life the philosopher's stone and live forever and yes. i think the only reason they want to live forever is to avoid hell
0: that's interesting and that's interesting and if, the,
2: <laughs> and, if the, and, and if the devil really knows that his his time is short Maybe that's why he's messing with time, because he's trying to give himself some extra time.
0: Okay. Wow. I never thought of that one. But that makes a lot of sense. I always thought it was just to harvest souls, you know, so they can never, you know, whether it's reincarnation, going back to God, whatever, just keeping them in a state of, you know, never going back. That's what mm-hmm. I always, That's how I always looked at it, Um, as a trap for yourself. But yeah, as the bigger picture, I could totally see that. Um. Yeah, it's scary because years ago, I would say even 15, maybe even more years ago, uh, I had so many, I had a lot of different people I trusted, teachers, talk about basically what's happening right now. And some were Christian, right, speaking about the Antichrist and things like that. Others were just, you know, dudes I would, I knew from like yoga and meditation, like just facilities. And they would talk about how this, this, you know, man is going to merge a machine and this trap and it's to stop your, you know, for reincarnating and and um and then you know the christians would talk about the mark of the beast and all, um uh just all the stuff that seems like it's happening right now um mm-hmm. and 15 plus years ago it seemed so far fetched it was interesting and i would pay attention but it was the same theme that i'd heard over and over again and now like i have been reading or listening to the bible i should say um and i always seem to be go- i see i seem to keep going to revelations and it does seem like we're 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 in those steps um, now. Right. You, you know, you could and I'm sure throughout throughout time it has felt that way, you know, um, but it just. Yeah. Yeah. But people have been saying it forever, I feel like. So I don't want to get caught up in that. Yes.
2: Trap. But I feel like now more than ever, it seems more real. Like obviously during World War Two and stuff like that, people probably thought it was happening. But I mean, now we have the actual Mark of the Beast technology.
0: Exactly, man. Like I'm a fan, I'm a fan of cryptocurrency, like just to make money and it's interesting and fun, but to get a cashless society, boom, it's right there. And we're also not all, but a lot of people are supporting it and a lot of people are really mm-hmm, into, it. I'm mm-hmm. one of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's crazy, man. And I, I believe another part, uh, another thing that's going to happen soon and it's a slow drip is like how it's always like trust the science, science, science. I think science is going to overtake religion and Oh yeah, that's like the new, Yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: that is the that is the new religion. But also, I do think that there could be a total swing of the pendulum where they're like, okay, all these people are into new age and the occult now. Now let's tell them like, hey, the occult's real. Hey, the new age is real. And, you know, I mean, that's kind of already happening. You have like big uh, broadcasting companies like Gaia. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And I'm like, I'm like, this shit can't be the truth. I mean, if it, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure it is funded by J.P. Morgan. And some people say, well, maybe they just want to, you know, maybe they just want the money. Maybe they're not really, they don't care about the message. But I don't know. It's all very sus to me. And then like yeah. the QAnon stuff. I mean, that was totally done to mess with people's heads and bring people into even more new age beliefs. Like if you were deep in the QAnon stuff, they were talking about aliens, Tesla Tech, Saint Germain, yeah. a whole bunch of weird stuff.
0: Yeah, see what the Q Q is like one of those ones I think about a lot and it's like it could it could have been some kind of, you know, psyop or it could have just been some really smart kids trolling people and trying to mess. You know, I don't know. Um, at one time, I can't Tripoli was talking about it being like advanced AI, you know. And that yeah, yeah. Of I, I, th- I
2: think it's yeah, I think Q is a quantum AI. Yeah. And that's I mean, so it was all about looking glass and time travel tech and Trump playing 5D chess and. His uncle being the, uh, the last dude to hold on to Tesla's secret files and it all makes sense, but I just don't think it's good. I just think it's an, I think it's yeah. like, um, a PSYOP to bring people into the Luciferian agenda, which is like worshiping the false light rather than just God. Like it's becoming yeah. your own God, you know, messing with the laws of nature and time and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And idolizing. Cause then people all just, I, yeah, yes. And the idol worship and all that stuff. Um, it's so hard, man, out there to to get through to the you know because because obviously there's a lot of information that gets put out that's real, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I use Alex Jones as an example all the time. I mean, I love comedy, so the guy's hysterical. He's a he should be a stand-up yeah. comedian, right? So he's yeah. so funny. So it's for me, it makes sense to watch him because I'm getting a little conspiracy, and he's making me laugh. So it's it's just it's entertainment, right? But obviously, he 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 says a lot of real shit. But he's been around forever, right. so he can't be fully telling the truth, right? He's got to be playing some kind of ball. He has to be. He's just too big. Right. 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 He's been saying that they're going to shut him down and turn him off forever. And he just seems like he's getting bigger and bigger. Like, I've never actually seen him get shut off other than, you know, the social media stuff. But they did that with Trump, too. And how do you know that's just not part of the whole WWE, r- you know?
2: Yeah, r- radicali- radicalizing the right versus left uh, yeah. narrative.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think all of it's just garbage. Um, And, you know, I'm a fan of technology and I'm a fan of but I just something feels like it's just time for us to ditch a lot of it and just get back to nature and just back to the simplicity of things. I don't know how how that if that would ever happen. I do think there's a uh, there are some people that want that to happen. Um, Yeah. Well, the
2: the agenda, the agenda 21 and agenda 2030 documents, they predict that there will be smart cities at some point in the future where everyone's hooked up to biometrics and living in augmented reality. Everyone's, uh, you know, going to work in their self driving cars Mm -hmm. and, and dealing with climate lockdowns and carbon tax, all this crap. But they also predict that there will be bands of people who live outside of those societies on the outskirts. And if that's what it comes down to, that's where I will be.
0: Yeah, me too. (laughs) And Clint's shaking his head as well. Yeah. that's (laughs) That's where we, I think a lot of us would be. Um, how easy will it be to live that way? Who knows?
1: But yeah, right, smart right. cities. So, you know, you I just don't think they're letting you just walk away and go, see you guys later. I see, I think they will though. Why would they? Because they I think I think a lot worker of worker ants.
0: Yeah, well, they're gonna have a bunch of those worker ants and stuff. And I think a lot of um I'm not totally black pilled, man. And I think a lot of a lot of the things we have in our head is just fear. Like right now, no one's getting yeah. marched to camps. In our mind we're thinking that. And we might yeah. be seeing some bullshit. But for the most part, people are kind of doing what they want in each city or town. Or, or, Except you know. for Australia. Yeah. Well, yes, from what we see. You know, if we have any Australian fans want to hit me up and let me know what's going on. Um, and I, I mean, we, I,
2: I know some people who left and now live here.
0: Yeah, so they were able to escape. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I think fear is a big part of any of this stuff they want you to think that, but I, I I don't think it's. I think you will be able to just walk away from society if you. I think it will be hard because you know for the for the stuff that's just so simple and easy that we're used to.
1: We might you not think have. it'll be like leaving? Uh, yeah, leaving. Um, what was it when they fought the uh, ice? What the hell was that? <laughs> Game of Thrones, right? When oh, what's his name? When they John leave the ice Snow wall? got fucking Our, casted out of the. Yeah the, the city. Wings, like the yeah, yeah, the wildlings. Like the wildlings. Well, that one main guy got casted out of any like real city. He had to go live out with the wildlings. It's funny you said that, Clint, because I That's really, what it'll be like. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I use Game of Thrones as like yeah. what's going on in this world constantly in my head thinking about it. Like I
1: think the elites are all those different yeah. houses. It'll just be, guess what? I'm going out with the wildlings later, guys. Yeah,
0: that's funny. <laughs> it could totally <laughs> be part of uh, of, of what's, what's to come. Um,
2: yeah, they have that in uh, Hunger Games as well. Mm-hmm. They have like the, There's that underground society that yeah. like revolts against all the um, uh, citadels or whatever. In they're Star called, Wars but. too,
0: right? Isn't there like the rogue? Like well, I haven't I watched Star well Wars in forever, but there's definitely like yeah, rogue civilizations all over. They're just like not mm-hmm. part of the system for sure. Cool. Yeah, um, but
1: like, see what they did with Indians. What American Indians? I should say. Oh yeah, natives. Yeah put them all on uh ranches reservations yeah. reservations yeah well
0: that's kind of what we're talking about really if you think about it they gave them their land it's not easy to live
1: there but you can live there if you want have you ever been to a reservation i've uh, yeah
0: yeah
1: i must have been to a nice one or something we went hog hunting everybody had trucks fucking <laughs> it wasn't depressing <laughs> a lot of times it <laughs> <depressing>. <laughs> not yeah, a too lot of, yeah. depressing yeah like i said we went there hog hunted hung out smoked a bunch of weed <laughs> Were you were you doing something for dirt biking there? Well, I was with my friend that was a bullfighter.
0: Yeah, so you were there with someone who like yeah was kind of the man.
1: So maybe they were just all amped up because yeah. they had Ross around. Maybe probably, but yeah, I mean, but that's not a bad way to like to think about how what will
0: probably happen, and that you know you could make make what you want of the situation if that's to come. But who knows, man one thing I know for sure is whatever I think I know, I I don't really know. Like, things right. never, even when I get downloads, like, the information that I'm getting, it's awesome and it, it makes sense, but it's not 100% accurate, you know? You, you mentioned the Divine Feminine, and I really, I wrote that book down because I need to um, check it out. And it's, I have a hard time articulating this, Nick, but I had a really hard, um, it, was, it was positive, but it was like, a, it was an acid trip, um, and it was like, all this information about the divine feminine got like downloaded into my brain, um, and you know there was like visuals of like giant phallics, like just dest- fucking the world, right? It was very, very like vivid, and um, like I said, just all this information came, and I had this whole idea, and it would it would be too long to go into it right now, but I had this whole idea of like divine feminine and and how it's the time for the divine feminine to rise,
1: mm-hmm. and like
0: I knew in my heart that's the time that it is it's coming now. And, um, you know, it was just, it was, it, it was interesting. And you know, the weirdest one to talk about synchronicity, and I'm not saying I agree with any of this, but just for synchronicities. So when I finally came to and like put the TV on, guess what was on TV that day? What? The women's marches <laughs> on every channel with yeah, women yeah. wearing pussy hats on every single yeah. channel. How fucking crazy. I was going to say, yeah. I am legend. <laughs> I am legend. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Clint. <laughs> um... But yeah, so that's like a weird synchronicity. But uh so yeah, man, with the divine feminine, I mean, do you feel like it's the it's time for that error? Are you getting that? Um
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's where I was at like a few months ago, like six months ago, I was really big into that idea that, you know, the world is obviously overly masculine. Mm-hmm. Um we do have all these giant phallic structures everywhere at the centers of power, like you know, there's the obelisk at in Washington D.C., there's the obelisk in front of the Vatican. There's an obelisk in front of the, mm-hmm. I think it's the UK throne, or maybe it's their banking building or something like that. But there's all these obelisks everywhere. Obelisks, I'm pretty sure most people know that represents uh, Osiris's phallus.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, yeah, I mean, if you just look at the state of the world, it's it's all about domination and power and you know kind of like masculine traits and it's like uh, very unbalanced the way that it the way that it's being manifested yeah and, it's um,
0: an energy yeah it doesn't even have to meet me- female like or because even the females in power are definitely working with um, that masculine energy right now you know right and
2: it, even those women marches are tainted with masculine yes. energy because true feminism is not yes. about going out and you know beating up people with giant vagina hats it's mm-hmm. about love and nurture and care
0: yeah, you got to be careful but, with this one. But yes, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because it's, it's, it's and, and yeah. But you're right.
2: Even the sea, even the sea levels rising, I think that's a manifestation of this new divine feminine energy kind of flooding in.
0: Because
2: mm. um, it's all about, you know, it's like I, I associate femininity with water. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it does seem that the divine feminine is making a comeback. And I'm not sure if that's part of any. I mean there's some parts of it that are being usurped for an agenda but I don't know that like the whole thing in itself is part of any agenda. Um it could just be, you know, these cosmic cycles and different energies returning and going or phasing out blah blah, blah with the pendulum. But um yeah, I think the divine feminine can be what will save yeah. Some of us, um, yeah. you know, like just just with when it comes to love and like art and creating mm-hmm. and making music and stuff like that. I think that's really what's going to change culture. And I think that's all associated with the divine feminine energy.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that statement. Um, wow. So, Cliff, do you have any questions for him so far?
1: So will there be a bunch of uh, monuments that look like boobs or pussies around?
2: No, it's
0: not. Yeah. <laughs> <Well, laughs> <ahead, go> <laughs>
1: Instead Wait, of will it be a bunch of what? Instead of phallic symbols, will it be <laughs> boobs or pussies everywhere?
2: Definitely some Vesca, uh vescapiscus shaped things, maybe. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, right? The two circles intersecting? No. Oh, well, that's a symbol of the divine feminine, is that if you look up a Vesca piscus, so it's, it's like. A Venn diagram. No, it's a pussy. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes. Wow.
0: Well, Well. now, what I was going to ask you, um, do you, you know, you said uh, uh, you got a psychic reading. Some of this, a lot of this stuff is, is, you know, a cult and it's a lot of, uh, you know, astrology, all that stuff. Do you feel like as you're getting closer to Jesus and all, all, Jesus or even God, that that stuff, there's something wrong with it? Because that's, see, this is where I play around where I'm like myself, or I'm not sure how, how I feel because I know like a lot of Christian talk, like all that stuff is is is, is garbage and, and Satan and all that. And that's where I get like a little bit like I'm not really sure. How do you feel about that stuff? Yeah, I
2: mean, that's exactly how I'm feeling. Like I'm kind of getting pushed away from it. I'm having a really hard time with justifying to myself how I'm going to look into astrology and numerology and all that kind of thing. Like okay. those, those things are, I believe they're 100% real. But yeah, I think God kind of says like hey it's true but I'd rather you just not like you know it's going to lead to more to more madness than real answers Mm. and okay and ultimately ultimately you should be living by faith not trying to like understand the workings of the creation I mean I'm not saying like ignorance is better yeah in any way but I don't know I I just I feel like he would rather us not and I, I feel like he would rather us trust him than trying to kind of be our own gods and figure out how to manipulate you know I mean that's what it all comes down to. I feel like when you're looking at astrology and numerology and stuff like that, you're just trying to figure out how to manipulate things and make them easier for yourself. It's like what's the what's the path what's True. the path of least resistance I could take with with all the working energies right now and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say for for me, like with certain people that have done readings for me or like it's a te- intention and I could feel that some of these people are really good people so I feel like their intentions yeah, yeah. are good um but you're right at the end of the day when you're going to some of those places what is you know if you're honest your true intention is to kind of you know better your be- use it to better yourself or kind of stroke your ego so that that kind of makes sense yeah. that definitely makes sense to me and I feel like um, at least from my experience like there's been quite a few shamans I worked with that were definitely trying to do the right thing but I don't think they understood the powers and things that they were working with, and I've even right, had, I've yeah. had other medicine women tell me like, "Yeah, that person's not bad," but she had no idea like what she, what she was messing with.
1: And
2: yeah, I mean, I think these uh, these the, these entities that psychics communicate with, or channelers communicate with, um, or even medicine men communicate with, they're far more powerful than them, mm-hmm. and they, especially if they don't have like. I don't know, personally for me, it would be Jesus. If They don't have Jesus in their life and they're talking all these different things. They could be manipulating these people, giving them a little bit of truth and some lies in order to kind of change the path that they're on more towards what they, what they, what their goals are. You know? So I think, I think some of these synchronicities are divine from God, but some are definitely can be created by demons. I mean, I think that when that psychic told me Athor was on my forehead and I was the reincarnation of Merlin's Apprentice I think maybe some demons were trying to stroke my ego and make me think oh my god you're a chosen person that's yeah. gonna
0: yeah.
2: gonna be a part of this disclosure movement and all this stuff and like be on the side of the aliens And I don't know like that was the feeling I was getting afterwards is like wow was I manipulated yeah
0: I could really relate to this man because psychedelic experience is such a big part of my story and I know it's why a lot of people tune in and I'm not saying i have a definitive answer yet but i feel the same way like maybe i've been tricked a few times or you know i'm not saying i'm done experimenting with psychedelics i've definitely slowed down a lot but i'm starting to mm-hmm. question yeah it's, it's hard to say because there's certain things that like for example like clint right he's a uh he he's an ex professional uh dirt bike rider right and he's got a lot of brain injuries and mushrooms are 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 helping him tremendously right mm-hmm. Mm. so i don't want to completely not like i'm not knocking psychedelics however i do think some of these giant uh, or especially ceremonial you know um you know you are definitely messing with things that you're not sure that you're you know
1: but if you're supposed to be things mike says about mushrooms blows my mind <laughs> like that he sees stuff and shit <laughs> that it's negative and i'm like what are you talking about because i've never experienced any of that with mushrooms um and the only difference is like you said the kind of ceremonies that you did and stuff yeah i mean i know yeah. i i've been
0: thinking a lot about you know all the stuff i i've done and um but i think even just kids smoking dmt i think they're messing with things that they don't know they're messing with and i'm it's, it's this new thing i've been playing around with that like And I believe Alex Jones blurted this out one time somewhere. I've been trying to find it that something about like these interdimensional like, you know, tricksters and stuff. And it could be, you know, it really could be that um, because I've got some really confusing messages from. I'm sorry. Would you say, Nick?
2: No, uh, no, you're fine. He I know exactly what you're referencing. He talks about how there's these people in Silicon Valley interfacing with these interdimensional clockwork elves that Terrence McKenna talked about and Joe Rogan talks about sometimes. Um, they're talking to these beings and they're getting information from them um, on how to build otherworldly technology like quantum computers and AI and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, I'm pretty sure Alex Jones says what they ask for in return is to cull the population because they pose as like these nature spirits um, that say that we're you know we're overpopulated and we're you know destroying Mother Nature, which is another aspect of that divine feminine thing. Is like yeah, we're obviously you know there's too much masculine energy that's just you know, shitting on nature right now, which I don't appreciate. But yeah, I do think it's a double-edged sword with the with the whole green movement of saying that the world's de- uh, overpopulated and stuff like that. So I think that's
0: exactly right. And plus, some I, of their yeah, solutions I, are so fucked up, man. Like these bad, mm-hmm. these, these electric cars. Come on. Like it doesn't take that much of a, you, you, some a dummy like myself could say, hey, those batteries and all that waste is not good. I think it's, you know, we gotta cope with something. Like, what are we doing to
1: all the batteries? Let's just, you know what I mean. They There's have so some many... good plans though, vaccines that make everybody sterile. <laughs> oh, you had to say
0: that. The <laughs> we we're trying, we we're going so long without any...
2: Well, the self the self driving car the self driving cars kind of scare me because I mean a lot oh, of other yeah. things like the, the vaccine scares me more, but the self driving cars. Um, like they're just getting rid of people's mobility and freedom. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're only able to go to work and back, like you're not free. That's funny you and said we'll, that
0: because today I was thinking about electric cars and I was thinking about how it really you just can't get in your car really and just drive. I mean, you could just put gas in your trunk and just keep going and just go anywhere, you know?
2: Right. Well, especially if they're self-driving
1: and they're and self-driving, forget it. Yeah.
0: yeah. After that, I mean, I think self-driving cars, at least for an old man like myself, it will. I don't know if I'll get in them, but I've heard you know that when elevators came out. Old timers wouldn't get in those, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> so no,
2: one one of my one of my favorite speakers on the topic of AI is Harold Ka- Harold Koutsvela. He's like a German physicist, and he's just really really smart. But um, my friends did a podcast with him, and I was like, this was back when I was like into the AI stuff like a whole lot, and I was thinking like, well, is it possible there's good AIs and bad AIs? Yeah. So like, hey, will you will you guys ask Harold if there's a such thing as a good AI? And he's like, you know. Even if there was an elevator that was controlled by AI and it was doing a pretty good job for a while, taking people to all the right floors, still wouldn't trust it.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, what do you think about? Uh, I'm I'm happy you brought that up. AI. I mean, do you still? Do you still ponder that? Do you still research that? Because that shit scares the hell out of me. And 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 I don't trust Elon Musk. But when he's warning people about AI, I'm like, and this dude is all about you know implanting chips in your head and stuff. That right. just sounds like a bad idea. I mean, like just with all these movies, like Terminator and stuff. It just sounds like such a bad idea to. But but do you think AI has progressed way further than we even know right now? Um.
2: I mean, yeah. I think it's doing things already. That, um, yeah. I, th- I think so. The AI we have right now,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's not so smart. But I do think if they did create an all-powerful quantum AI, like they say they want to, yeah then if this thing already exists in the future, I think it could honestly interact with the past. And I think that's how it's way further along than we actually know. I think it's already reaching its tentacles back in the past and doing weird stuff right now. Also, there's other, there's other weird stuff like, um, you know, for example, like the Q thing, I think AI was behind that. And it created this whole different pocket reality that people existed in. And not only that though, but they're creating pocket realities for everyone i mean your whole facebook feed is curated by algorithms and same with tiktok same with twitter yeah everything you see all of those articles that are brought to your attention all of those tweets whatever that's shaping your idea of the world and yes. so they are they are literally mind controlling people
0: absolutely sounds, sounds crazy but yeah absolutely and just in the in the you know in the name of like advertising um for now you know <laughs> but, right right <laughs> you know um I know you're, you, you, you've you went balls deep into the AI stuff. Uh, do you have any idea like what that is when you think of something, think of a product and all of a sudden it shows up on your phone?
2: Yeah. So, okay. So I have two theories about it. Um, I've been told that they already have quantum advertising, which basically with a quantum random number generator – you can influence the outcome of these random numbers just by your thoughts and your intentions. Like that's a proven fact. Okay. And some, I've been, I've been told by some people that they already have quantum advertising where you're actually influencing the ads with your thoughts. Yes. I don't know if that's hundred percent true or if that seems like that's what, out there. But the other thing that I think is more plausible and I know they have the technology to do this is that what they're doing with all of your data you know, people are, are always joking, like, oh, I have a personal FBI agent. Like, that's, yeah. it's funny, It's funny, but it's not realistic. Like, there's not 7 billion FBI agents mm-hmm. watching every single person. Mm-hmm. What, what What they're doing is they're collecting all of your data because they're learning your personal preferences, your frequent locations, you know, all the things you buy, whatever, and creating an algorithm that acts just like you. So they're able to kind of predict what you're going to, where you're going to go, what you're going to think of, what you're going to do next. And they will base the ads around that.
0: Yeah, see, I, I, I get – that's that's what I thought was possibly happening. But there's sometimes I think of just the most weird random things that I shouldn't – and all of a sudden it pops up. Like mm-hmm. it, adds, it adds for me. I get that happening all the time. And I thought it was happening a while ago. I just thought it was fucking crazy because there's times in my life that I'm just like, man, I'm just nuts. But, um, you know, but then when other people say it and then I just like, you know, even to mess with it sometimes, especially like after I'm meditating, I've done it where I will think of just something – Stupid and it'll pop up in my phone Somehow some way it's like what is that Um, I don't know But you know I got pitched on some uh, Some some technology Like it was definitely before the pandemic where this guy came in and said something about Google and he was going to pay me like the amount of money was crazy. He was going to pay me to put all these, you know, cuz I ha- we have a decent amount of TVs throughout the bar and restaurant and he just, you know, all you got to do is put them on and we're going to have these commercials come on and we're going to pay you all this money and I'm like, "Okay, it just sounds too good to be true." So I started asking him a lot of questions and he's telling me how like the ads are going to change for whoever walks in. He's like, "You know, if a bunch of ladies come in, they'll probably be like, you know, whatever, makeup, let's just say." He didn't say that, but let's just say, you know, something like for women if a mm-hmm. bunch of dudes are going to come in and they're specifically cuz we're by a hockey rink, you'll get like something for hockey. And he was saying it's something to do with the data from your phone and they know everything and it, the, I asked him a bunch of questions about it just cuz I thought it was interesting and then, of course I was like no and it was really good money. Like he was like you're crazy kid like this will pay, you know it's could pay your rent. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like nah I'm good. Um, I'm like yeah, yeah. yeah I just used an excuse that I just didn't want and it's partially true. I didn't want ads just everywhere in the restaurant. Um but
1: that's fucking scary man and he was telling me like you know it was something to do with I forget what It's wh- like uh that um other movie with what's his name Rocky uh Total Recall or whatever where they, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah 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 Schwarzenegger you mean? Was that Schwarzenegger? Yeah yeah I yeah. thought it was uh yeah. what's his name yeah, everywhere you go, it's, like, scanning you and yeah. being, like, blah, 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 and then spitting out ads for you and shit. Yeah.
2: yeah. I was going to bring that movie up when we were Bro. talking about putting chips in people's brains because, and yeah. I already
1: pulled it out. It's
0: awesome. <laughs> I love
2: this. Yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. able to just implant memories in you and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, like, that's freaky. Yes. Oh, good. I think they can do that.
1: No. I'm sure but, they could. But
2: the, but, but the thing you're talking about is literally the sentient world simulation. It's a real concept. I don't know if you listened to my last episode with Sam Tripoli, but... I told them all about the Sentient World Simulation and how that's literally what they're doing. The Department of Defense and the University of Purdue are working together to collect all this crazy amounts of data and create 7 billion um, digital avatars, like replicas of everyone on this planet. And that the, will go like in
0: the metaverse or what is that going to do? Is that going to help them just to know or you don't even know? Just helps for advertising? I, 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 don't, or?
2: I don't know how it affects the metaverse, but I do think the two are definitely connected. I mean the metaverse will probably start collecting data in even crazier ways than they can from the phone. And, and maybe this will be the, I think this is the beginning of transhumanism is merging people with their avatar. And then once you have an avatar that's controlled by AI, you can control people's minds with AI very easily.
0: Well, I mean, once you put a chip in your brain too, I mean, you're that, that that (laughs) too. Yeah,
2: that too. But I don't, I think, I think they know that not a lot of people are going to be on board with brain chips. So I think they got to do it way more subtly. And then you got these, you know, I don't, I don't know how touchy the subject this is with your audience, but I mean, these vaccines—they, uh, there's MIT articles floating around out there about how mRNA vaccines are some of the most efficient ways to um, deliver paramagnetic nanoparticles. Yeah. And then then there's all these other um, MIT articles out there about how how can you mind control someone with a cell phone tower or with an electromagnetic uh, we go. frequency? <laughs> you all you have to do is get some paramagnetic <laughs> nanoparticles uh, covalently bonded with someone's DNA. Well, how would you do that? You might use an mRNA
0: vaccine. <laughs>
2: and then you might activate 5G and all this crazy shit. Yeah, you know? <laughs>
0: All the stuff that everyone was you know, this guy, yeah, we're is all Is this about. when they
1: turn to zombies? Is,
2: yeah, I are think they like
1: e-zombies?
2: E- I think it's the Revelation talks about everyone who gets the mark of the beast will think with one mind. I think yes, this is the hive, the hive mind. mind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, I think this is why Freemasons are obsessed with the with the beehive symbolism. I think um, this is what the Internet of Bodies is all about. You can search that up. That's yeah. a whole nother
0: But Nick, to cut you off for other... of one second, but but what about the idea that possibly the hive? See, everything is always positive, maybe positive, and then also negative, but also positive, right? What if the hive mind actually was something our God-given birthright that we're supposed to, in a natural way, tap into, so we could all just communicate throughout the world. You know, to
2: evolve into some super being.
0: Well, no, I'm saying that the, the whoever is trying to fuck this world up is trying to do it artificially. But at, you know, in the ancient and how they would communicate. Yeah, so yeah, How do we know that you know? Because you know, I'm not saying the Freemasons are good, but there could be secret societies that use that that type of. Um, Symbolism and their hive mind because for a while. I'm just saying this for myself, and I'm not married to any ideas I thought about the hive mind in a positive light like thinking about hive Ooh. mind hive mind as like something that we're supposed to almost tap into like that ether that people get the ideas But a way to, f- to yeah, but I figure think it's it out
1: like everything else yeah, like, got hijacked of course like be right. well, It's
0: not a natural version of it obviously at all right
2: well, it could be like the lowest frequency the like the the lowest vibratory um, mimic of that real idea, like exactly. you know, th- so, the the, exactly. the devil never makes anything original; he copies everything. True. So yeah, I could it could be another ver- the internet is like a crappy remake of the Acacia Records, yes. basically.
1: Yes, of like you know, uh, mushroom <laughs> like. But my thing is, and I don't know exactly what a hive mind is. Obviously, I can figure, I can guess, but wouldn't that be the same as like when you do psychedelics and then you're like, we're all one? Isn't that you get that idea? It, yeah. So maybe it's like a hijacked version of that. Like, he yes, said, like yes, The negative yeah. entity or whatever. They're negative, trying to force force it to happen. Uh, negative. Yeah. Energy is like trying to, you know, like make a fake one. Yeah. Yeah. To do it artificially.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Like our uh, doctors are making artificial everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. To, yeah. Yeah. To fix it's just you. like,
2: yeah, it's as above, so below.
0: Yes. Like, yes. they're
2: trying to make a crappy version of the real thing.
0: Yeah. Nick, you could you blow my mind, man. You're blowing my mind. Is the book done?
2: <laughs> oh, man, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, this no, is no, going to no, be no, the no, spot no. where we
0: plug your book.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. You're all good. Um, I'm just really disappointed in myself. It's been the hardest freaking thing to finish in the world for me. I don't know why. It's like
0: That's okay. massive
2: writer's block and so much just new information coming at me each day. But... I am trying to get it out by the end of the month. So
0: divine timing, my friend. It will always happen in divine timing, just like this interview. Yeah, it'll 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 come out when it's supposed to. Exactly. But hope
2: hopefully hopefully the end of December.
0: I cannot wait. Uh, I know you've been working your ass off on it. Um, this has been a, uh, a a decent amount of time in the making, and I'm happy it it happened when it did because we were going kind of through the same. Uh, same stuff and that was awesome to to share that with you. Um Nick, thank you so much for coming on the show. Do you want any of these listeners to follow to you know, I'm sure most people that listen know about you, but if to get any new to new eyes on you anywhere you want we could send them.
2: Yeah, I mean just follow me on Twitter and Instagram. They're both the same, N I C K H I N T O N N. And yeah. Um I will probably be putting out once the third book's done, I'll probably be putting out some new threads, um, on a, on a different account I started called man on the moon astrology. Um, Uh and that's what I've been battling with is like, do I continue (laughs) this project or not? But I mean, it's not really all about astro. It's all, it's more so about, um, figuring out proof of conspiracies using mythology and Uh the symbol, the symbolism within the constellations and like the weird dates, these things fall on. So
0: awesome. Well, it sounds awesome, brother. And thank you so much for coming on our little show. It was an honor to have you on. Thanks, Yeah, dude, thank you for having me. It was fun. Anytime. You're always welcome back. Nick, thanks, brother.
2: Yeah.